My name is Keila Fowler, and this is the Loves to Chat podcast. I'm the founder and CEO of a makeup education company called 85 Beauty, but I have a lot of identities. And since they're all going to be running wild here, let me introduce you to some of them. Daughter, friend, sister, aunt, former teacher, makeup artist, geriatric millennial. Oh, why do they even call us that? And so much more. On the Loves to Chat podcast, I'm going to be talking about the hopes and dreams we had for our lives as kids and how we reconcile them with the adult lives we currently live day to day. If you're ready to have some company as you go on the grocery run, wash the dishes, commute to work, are we still doing that? Or wherever you find yourself, let's chat. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I am really interested in us diving into today's conversation because one of the things I didn't expect about being an adult is all that I would learn about myself and the way that I prefer to live. And we are getting to talk about that today in terms of our own preferences in how we live, how we set up our homes, how we choose to go through our lives on a day-to-day basis. What I know to be true about myself is that I love alone time. I love a clean home, but I don't mind a few piles here and there. And I'm definitely a call before you stop by kind of person. I didn't know any of that growing up. Often on this podcast, I talk about the things that have been a shocking revelation or even a bit of a disappointment about growing up and the reality in contrast of adulthood and how it's Sometimes not what we expected and sometimes better than we expected. And this one definitely goes in the it's as great as I thought it was going to be category. I remember the first time I got my own grown up apartment, meaning not while I was in college, and I made my first executive decision as the head of household. Here's the deal. I asked that my family, please not buy me anything for my kitchen unless I ask for it. We love kitchen supplies and gadgets, all of us. More is more. (laughs) What do you mean we don't have enough of those mini tongs for every single platter of food out for Super Bowl Sunday? But let's be clear, it gets to be a bit extreme. And so I knew I had limited kitchen space and I found that the more of something you have, the more dishes that are available to pile up. Yikes. So I had to be really clear with my family that I could not and did not want to take in any additional things that I did not need. Buying your own furniture, deciding how you wanna use that spare room in your house, organizing your kitchen, those are just the first things that I realized got to be my decisions as an adult with my own apartment or home. I didn't have to consider anyone else's opinion or ideas. It just got to be, what do I think? What do I want to do? How do I want that to be? 
So for me, it started with setting boundaries on how slow yet steady the accumulation of kitchen supplies was going to be. That was my first aha moment of I truly get to live how I want and make the rules. The next one was a shocking realization that only happened upon staying at my parents' house. So I started to recognize that whenever I stayed at my parents' house, I would slip right back into the way I was used to living with them. Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm talking about? Think about when you go back home and suddenly it's like game night and their house rules apply. It's an unexpected, almost subconscious shift that happens where in your parents' home, you just live by their rules, even as an adult person. And maybe you're better than me and you've been able to adjust this faster, but it has taken and continues to take a while for me to recognize the things in which I'm like, no, that's just not how I, that's not how I live. I'm not, I don't do things like that. Still respecting their space and how they want things to be, but also recognizing when I get to make the call about how I do things that isn't in contrast to respecting their rules of the house. So what happened was I woke up went down to the kitchen to get coffee and chill, and my dad instantly engaged me in conversation. Y'all, it felt like a shock to the system. Like, my do not disturb is still active on my phone? That's true for my whole personhood. What is there to talk about before 7.30 a.m.? The reason this shocked me was because I had shifted my own morning practice living on my own, and now I was recognizing just how counter that was to what I was used to having lived at my parents' house. Here's what I now know to be true. I like a slow wake up, a slow morning. I wake up and for about the first hour, I don't exist to the world at all. I wake up, get some coffee, and I cozy up on the couch. Sometimes I read, sometimes I watch YouTube, Sometimes I scroll Instagram, but I don't engage. I don't talk to anyone. I found when I was teaching that if I didn't claim this first hour of the day as mine, I'd look up at 7 p.m. and not have had a single moment to myself. And I was at that point too tired to enjoy anything I would do for myself. And it was super frustrating and not really helping me feel like I actually was living a life that was my own. So... I made a shift, and now that first hour of the day, that moment was mine. I got into the habit of slow mornings, but now suddenly here I was at my parents' house thinking I was having a quiet do not disturb morning, and instead my dad saw me, and from his perspective, hey, she's up, and from my perspective, whoa, buddy. I've had to be clear with people when they come to stay with me that I don't really exist that first hour of the day. I purposely set my alarm to wake me up early so that I have that slow morning. Why? Because I get to make the rules, right? That's what's so exciting about adulthood. That's the thing that I keep coming back to and I'm like, that tracked. That tracked with what I thought adulthood was gonna be when I was a kid and man, was I right. I get to make the rules. If I don't wanna go to a thing, I don't go. If I don't wanna do a thing, I don't do it. Like, it's amazing. But it also comes with some confusion at times. There's a scene in Gilmore Girls. Y'all, don't be surprised that I'm bringing the show back up. You will get used to it. But the scene, 
There's a scene where Lorelai starts to question if her love for Pop-Tarts and the way that she does her hair is truly because of her own desires or as a rebellion against her mother. It's easy for us to buck the system, so to speak, when it comes to changing the way that your parents did things that you simply thought were dumb or that there was like a better, easier way to do it. But what about the things that you just never thought to ask yourself? You never thought to consider at all. Have you ever stopped to consider what housekeeping habits you have because it's your preferred way of doing it compared to what you simply do because that's what you always saw growing up? For example, do you take your shoes off at home because it's your preference or because that's just what you're used to? Do you keep those extra plastic grocery bags in the pantry because you're really going to reuse them or because that's where they were kept in your home growing up? And every time you leave your parents' house, they give you one of those bags to take home leftovers in. Do you store your drinking glasses with the open, um, the opening facing up or facing down in your cabinets? And is that because it's what you're used to or because it's actually your preference? From time to time, I'll find myself looking around at my home or thinking about my schedule and asking, but why is it like this? Do I actually want it to look this way, feel this way, run this way? When I was looking to buy my house, I had a conversation with someone who was saying to me, well, yeah, you want to live in an area that's like this and has X, Y, and Z. And as I listened to them, I realized that what they were saying was so far from what I actually wanted that it was kind of hysterical. I was suddenly glad that I hadn't included them in the process of looking for a house because they had no clue what I actually wanted, what my preferences were, how I truly liked to live. Growing up, I used to think living in New York City would be so fabulous and that it would be my future. And then as I got older, every time I visited New York City, I realized that living in any city, city living in and of itself, is not for me. I like space and I like a slightly slower pace. In contrast, going to school in Virginia, I learned that living in the South is way too slow for me. I need activity and energy and to not feel like every time I look around, it's only three o'clock in the afternoon and the day has not gotten past that point yet. But I also do like peace and quiet. The suburbs with city access is the sweet spot for me. I love the independence of driving where I want to go and not being held to train or subway schedules. I don't have pets in my house because I don't like the responsibility. I don't want the responsibility. And I don't want to be able to, or not to be able, I don't want to have to clean up after them. I choose to live in the Northeast, even though, yeah, winters get real cold and snow is a pain to have to shovel, but I like having day trip access to the beach the few times I ever go. And I also like experiencing the four seasons, though these hurricanes that have been making their way up here, can we please make that stop? Hello, global warming. As my nieces and my nephews get older and are looking at colleges and thinking about where they want to live and what they want to do and where they want to be, they're beginning to explore this for themselves. And I'm aware of how much my experiences living in different places has helped me shape how I like to live and therefore how I choose to live. When I was a kid, I hoped I'd be able to grow up and make my own decisions about how I want to live. And surprise, surprise, that part 
totally ended up being true. My question is, is that the same for you? Is the same true for you? I want to hear from you. Come on over to our Instagram at loves to chat and let me know what's one way you live the way that you want to. Can't wait to hear your responses. I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Loves to Chat podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to listen. Give a comment on this episode and let me know what resonated with you, made you laugh, or is going to have you thinking for the rest of the day. Follow me on Instagram at Loves to Chat and at Keela Fowler, spelled K-E-E-L-A-F-O-W-L-E-R. Now let's go out there and live our lives in such a way that it would make the little kids in us proud. I'll see you next week.